welcome to Marketing Without the Marketing, my podcast about content strategy and using that to build an audience, doing ethical, respectful marketing. I'm your host, Michael Bosey. Happy you can join me. And today I want to continue my series on SEO and talk about content structure. There's more to SEO than just keywords. People tend to think of it as just get keywords on the site and you'll be fine, but that's not what it's about. It's about two things, your excellent content, relevant, useful content to your users, and connecting over your customer's language. Keywords are the things that help Google understand that. Today, I wanna focus really on the first thing, which is your excellent content and structuring it properly so that Google understands it, it's good for Google, and it's good for your users too. As I said in the last segment, write for humans first, robots second. The robots, of course, being the Google bots. Okay, so the presentation and organization of your content makes a huge difference to how it will be received. And there are some good common sense rules of thumb to help you organize your content better. Now, the overarching principle is that your work, the stuff that you're producing, is for your reader, not for you. Okay, you're seeking to make a connection and the way that you present your work has to be inviting. So th- uh, here's how I like to think of it. If your readers don't get it, it's not their fault, it's yours. I always think of that for mine too. If something's unclear or whatever, that's not my reader's fault. It's my fault as you know, someone who's creating this. So let's look at a few tips that can help guide you to make sure that you're being as clear as possible in presenting your content. First thing, quality above all. I mean, look, do I even have to say this, right? If it's not good content, you're gonna significantly lower your chances of connecting with people. If you're here listening to me talk about this, I assume that you already get that and won't belabor the point. Second thing, your title is a promise, a promise to the reader. Okay, so that means you want to spend a lot of time on this particular factor. The general rule of thumb in writing a headline is to spend as much time on the title or the headline as the piece itself. And here's the thing. In my method, you know, I come up with five or six different titles and I'm not going to waste those. I'm going to use those later for, you know, for posting the social media, for instance, um, You know, so you'll use the best one, but then you might reuse the other ones in another way. In looking at your title as a promise, if you don't come through on the promise of your title, then your reader is going to leave quickly and rightfully so. And that, in SEO terms, is going to lead to a high bounce rate on that first page. And that's going to disfavor you in search. So that tells you, you got to come through on that promise. Now, jumping into that page, you know, your user's there, and this is fairly low risk, right? They've not paid for anything. They're there for free, but their risk is their time, and that's important, too. So you want to deliver. So in coming through on that promise, think like a journalist. You know, have a super strong lead right out of the gate. Hook them in that first sentence. It really does pay to think like a journalist. Get them engaged immediately. And get your point across as quickly as as you can. There's no guarantee that they're going to read all the way to the bottom of your piece or of your page. 
uh, or watch your whole video or listen to your whole podcast episode, right? Really get to your point early on because, look, if, if they will give you uh, the attention to read half of your piece and they still got the point and you still delivered value to them, awesome. They got what they need even if you didn't get them to read their, your whole piece. That's not the point. The point is to send them away uh, not empty-handed, right? Send them away with, with the feeling that they've gotten some value out of being there on your site. Now, that being said, you know, we want you to be concise too, because, hey, look, good writers are concise. They get to the point quickly and effectively. And we're writing with a purpose here. This is different than creative writing when the, where the reader has already granted you their time and their attention and they feel like they're in a different space. They're there to be entertained or whatever. Here in this type of writing, we've got to earn it. We got to earn each sentence. Everything's got to deliver a lot of value in sequence. Bang, bang, bang. Now, don't worry too much about word count on this. Yes, we want to be concise, but general rule of thumb for blogs, I say about 450 to 700 words. Sometimes there's good reason to go well beyond that. Some of my pieces go to 1,200, 2,000 words. Sometimes that can be good for SEO too. But a good rule of thumb is to be at least around that 450 to 700 word mark, if you can. Next up, have an awareness of where your people will be reading your pieces, right? A lot of them are going to be consuming your content on a mobile device, right? So... This is a huge factor in SEO now. Google is watching when people are on mobile devices, and there's a huge percentage of people who are right now. Just make sure that the experience is going to be as good for those folks as it is when they're reading on a laptop or desktop machine. Now, I'm underscoring this once again because it's so important, especially in the mobile realm. You're going to get people who are the skimmers and scanners, they're not going to read the post, but they're, they're going to raid it, if you will. They're going to look for the thing that they want to know, and that's fine. You're here to teach, and if they can skim through your piece or scan the headlines and get right to what they want to know and get some value out of it, you're happy because they're happy. Right? It's not about them doing what you want them to do. It's about them doing what they want to do and getting something out of it. That's going to help build your authority and help build trust. And that is the most important factor here. So thinking about it this way with these skimmers and scanners, help the reader assess that, right? The organization of your piece matters. If readers are scanning, making a quick assessment, choosing to stick around or to bounce, give them a reason to stay. Help them with that. Here's the structure. I've got three headers right here. One, two, three. Jump to what you want to know or show them the, you know, the skimmers that there's a reason to save the piece and read it later in, a, in an app like Pocket or Instapaper uh, or some other place where they might save that to read the piece later. Uh, while that's not as good, it's the next best thing. So what does that mean for your piece? Super clear headings and subheadings, right? They're orienting to the user. They help the reader know where to focus. So you want your post title to be marked in an H1 tag, and then your major heads in an H2 tag, and labeling them as such and having your theme set up to do that in WordPress is especially important for those Google bots because it gives them clear cues as to what question the content answers. 
And that's really, I mean, that's kind of the whole point of SEO, right? Is I got a question. I want to know something. Hey, you can answer it. Awesome. Next thing that's good for humans reading material on the web is formatting. Couple things that you should think about doing. One, use bullet points. They're scan friendly. A lot of writers who I work with hate them, but too bad, right? Again, it's not for you, it's for your reader. But also, you know, things like boldface, italics, pull quotes. But, you know, only where that makes sense. If you can highlight something by putting it in bold or pulling a quote out because it's really the crux of, of uh, your piece, awesome. But, you know, we're not going to give up our good taste, you know, to get some stupid click, right? It's still got to be really good content. Now, we're going to want to use images as well uh, because, you know, hey, look, can an image say something better? A graphic, a chart, uh, a drawing or a picture that evokes, like, great, use that as well. That can only help, and of course, it affords you the opportunity to put in more meta content that's going to be on the page that Google can scan, all good for SEO. And last thing that I want to cover is just good marketing practice, which is to have one clear call to action or a CTA on each page or each post. This actually helps the reader know what to do next. It's actually a service to them. So what is the desired action? What is the next thing that you want them to do? Don't leave this to the reader's imagination. Just go ahead and tell them. They'll actually be thankful for that. It's up to them to decide whether they're going to do it or not, right? So that might be here, link to the next post in my series, or I have another piece on this or a video or a podcast episode here. This would be the next thing that you might wish to learn, or I have an ebook that goes way deeper into this or sign up for a set of email lessons on this topic. Whatever it is that you want them to do, offer them the option to do that and make it super clear. They'll be happier with this arrangement. You don't have to be pushy about it. We're going to be respectful. It's their choice. And here's the thing. From the user's perspective, choice and control is better than confusion. So don't be too shy about that. You know, you've made a promise to them in your title. They've come to your site. They've gotten something good out of it. Tell them what the next step is. It's just good practice. It's good for you and it's good for the user. All right, I think that's a good place to stop because I want to do a much deeper dive into this concept of the user pathway, and that'll be the next episode. Now, if you've been following along, you know that I am building a course around this to do a much deeper dive into SEO uh, with video walkthroughs, templates, checklists, you know, so they can get into how to set up Google Search Console, Google Analytics, the ins, the outs, uh, setting that up properly on your site, uh, talking about some of the key ranking factors in much more detail. And... Uh, you can sign up to be notified when it's ready at controlmousemedia.com slash SEO hyphen basics or see any of the courses that are either produced, ready and have people in them right now or the future courses in my core concepts of content strategy series at controlmousemedia.com slash courses. And I hope you'll join me in one or more of these courses. Uh, they've been a lot of fun to create. It's good to see people getting something out of it. Uh, it's really gratifying and would love to see you in one of those as well. All right. Thanks again for listening. Appreciate your attention and we'll see you on the next episode.